Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We are grateful to you for tuning in today, and we hope our show will be enlightening, empowering, and inspirational. It is said by the masters and sages that. We're either in love or fear. The whole secret of existence is to have no fear. Fear does not prevent death. It prevents life. Love is what we're born with. Fear is what we learn. The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. Radiate boundless love towards the entire world. And those are quotes by Buddha. So it's essential to resolutely train yourself to attain peace. That gives us self-assurance and contentment as we return to our natural state of being. And that is love. And today on our show, Choosing Between Fear and Love to Save the World, we have our very special guest, Dr. Millie Derek's joining us today from Mexico City, an energy therapist, hypnotherapist, and number one international best-selling author who is highly proactive about understanding the workings of the deep mind. She holds a PhD in thanatology and master's in Erickson psychotherapy. Millie has overcome the unthinkable, healing herself from the debilitating illness of lupus when traditional medicine offered no cure, shared in her book, Befriending the Wolf, The Guide to Living and Thriving with Lupus, and making a choice to tap into a higher level of consciousness and healing modalities that got her back into homostasis. Author of her latest book, The Concho Method, Heal, Expand, Evolve, The Concho Method is based on the idea that all humans are spiritual beings in communion with divinity. She helps people shift their consciousness to survive turmoil and adversity and manifest a higher sense of consciousness for a truly authentic life. And Dr. Millie Derrick, she will show us how to choose love over fear. And now I'm honored to welcome our amazing guest, Dr. Millie Derrick, joining us today. Well, actually, she's joining us from Acapulco, but she resides in Mexico City. (laughs) On our show today, Choosing Between Love and Fear to Save the World. Welcome, Millie. Thank you, Jean. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you for having me on your program. Well, I love, I always love for you to return to Love Light. And I just want to share that uh, Millie and I, along with others, were co-authors in the number one international award-winning book, Be Love, A Conscious Shift to Birthing the Future. 
And it's important for us to realize that how we live each moment impact not only ourselves, but the world at large. So Millie, tell us a little bit about your work and what inspired your passion in this area? Well, as you said, healing myself from lupus was the first step. And then I started to look for alternative therapies because, well, traditional medicine only gives you the drugs which only take care of the symptoms, but it doesn't really go to the cause. So I went to the cause and started to do all sorts of research and studies about all sorts of alternative techniques, finding out that basically all illnesses start with emotion. It's more our emotions that cause illness than anything else out there. And that was the case with my lupus. So I started healing from the mental aspect and the emotional aspect. And my body started to respond and I became better. And I've spent 25 years not only researching, but also being a therapist to other people. Because everything that worked on myself, I started to apply to the people that came to me, to my consultants. That is amazing. And, you know, I'm so glad that you shared how, you know, illnesses, I think Louise Hay, she wrote a book on that in terms of Mm -hmm. how every uh, illness stems from some type of emotion. Mm-hmm. It's mm. tangled emotions that create the dis-ease. When yes. you separate the words, it's not you, when you're not at ease in your own body and then your body starts creating symptoms. Yes. Well, Millie, before we dive in, I, I just love the episode title, <laughs> Choosing Between Love and Fear to Save the World. And um, Millie, that's a laudable mission. But how can one individual do their part to change the world. Uh, uh, you know, that's a laudable mission, uh, how we're responding either in love or fear. Well, the light thing, on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing, Jean, is that everything today, as we were talking, is related to media. And we all get our information from the media, from social media, from regular media. And it's basically based on fear because it's the way people or the powers that be tend to control us. And besides, fear sells. That's the truth. So people tend to tune in to everything that has to do with fear, with all these catastrophic scenarios. So we are surrounded by all this information about fear. And every individual, we have a lot of trouble distinguishing what is really happening, what is not really happening, what is just somebody's opinion. And like the news and everything has become so fluid. We don't know what reality is anymore. So fear has taken over our brains, our mode of life, our choices. And when we choose from fear, we usually choose things that are not really good for anybody, not for us, not for the environment, not for the planet, because you tend to choose from lack, from fear, from thinking there is not enough, from thinking that the other person is a danger and we need to protect ourselves from them. And this creates hate, this creates separation, this creates even racism. This creates a lot of things around fear that make us choose the wrong things like being enemies to other people or being enemies to the planet and to other species. And that has brought us to the brink of all this climate change and all these things that are really happening. 
and it's changing the, the way we live and the way we react. And it's changing the way species can adapt to the changes and killing off a lot of them. Yes, yes. Very well said. And we can, I think we have to start with ourselves, being more consciously aware of how we're responding. We can create that ripple effect for change by beginning with ourselves and radiating that love from inside out. Uh, well, of course, because if if we try to start by the other person and we're not doing it, well, it won't work. So we really need to start for ourselves, like being very centered and, and being choosing of what we hear, of what we think, of what we feel so that we can choose from love. We can be in our center. We can be in peace. And then it, it's one individual at a time, just as every social trend begins with one person and then everybody else follows. Yes. And merely fear by uh, ourselves and then other people. Yes. Yeah. Fear, uh, there's so many people living in fear. They don't they don't even see another option or alternative, uh, which leads to this residual impact on illness, health, and well-being. Um, they don't even recognize it as an alternative. And I think so many people live in fear. They don't know the opposite of being in love. What's your thought about that? I think that's very true. And what fear does to us is it gives us tunnel vision. We can only see the thread in front of us because that's an evolutionary part of fear. If you are really under threat, it's very important that you do not lose that thread, that thread from your eyesight. So from your point of view. So that's what it gives you. It gives you tunnel vision and you can only see that which is threatening. And the energy of fear is constricting. It constricts and paralyzes everything. For example, we cannot do anything else. Our body prepares to fight or flight because it doesn't realize that it's if it's a real fear, if there's really, I don't know, a truck or coming at you or somebody with a gun with you or if you're watching the news. So your body doesn't know and it prepares to react as if that was a, an imminent threat coming at you. So your metabolic responses shut off your immune system shuts off because you're prepared to run or fight. And when you do this all the time, then your body becomes stressed. That's what that's exactly what stress is. It's just fear in time because you never resolve it because that, that piece of news is not going anywhere. So, for example, if you're addicted to watching the news on the war or on the pandemic or on any other thing that's going on out there that causes fear then your whole body is prepared for an imminent threat and it's not imminently threatened. So it just becomes stressed and shuts down all its, its basic functions so you can fight or flight. So imagine that in your health, if your immune system shut down and your cells are not metabolizing and you are constantly prepared to fight or flight, of course you're exhausted and your system is exhausted so it can't fight off infection or anything else. So, of course, you're going to get sick. Yes, very well said. Again, this energy of fear, I'm so glad that you really talked about it. Uh, it attracts more fear. And you can't seem to get out of that loop, right? <laughs> well, it's difficult because mm -hmm. it's 
difficult when you're dealing with imaginary fear, because I, I think there's, I, I've actually divided fear into three levels of fear. Okay. There is the real fear, the, the fear that you feel when something is imminently threatening to you. And that's a very healthy fear that helps you to survive. If there is a person coming at you with a gun, you should be scared. This is dangerous. And also, if you are going to fall out of a, of a balcony or an abyss or something, please be afraid. Your body needs the extra energy to be able to get itself out of that situation. So that's biological fear that's real. And your body can get hurt. So, yes, of course, we're scared of being in pain, of falling, of having any danger to our bodies. But it's very centered on the body. Then there is mental fear. That's the kind of fear that of something you know could happen to you, but it's not happening now. For example, if you live in a in somewhere where there are a lot of earthquakes like California, or if you live near a volcano that's active, you know that this could happen. You know that the volcano could go into eruption or that there could be an earthquake. It's not happening now, but you should plan for it because it's a it's a real fear. It's not imminent, but it's real. And when you plan something, when you know what to do in case of that, then your mind doesn't have to be there because it knows what to do in case that happens. So that's mental fear. You know it's going to happen. And humans have this wonderful ability to be able to look into the future and create scenarios. That's what helps us to know that if we live in a zone where there have been a lot of earthquakes, odds are they will come again. So you need to plan for that. But then our beautiful minds have this great gift called imagination in which we can create, but we can also create horrible, fearsome scenarios of catastrophes coming our way. That's the fear we should be scared of. That's the fear we should really come to terms with. And it's imaginary fear. Those are the labyrinths you're talking about. Those are the loops we get in that we cannot get out of because it's our mind playing tricks on us making us think that all these things are happening now and none of them are. And actually, none of them maybe are even that plausible because these scenarios we have seen like so many times, we have played that movie forever and it's never really happened. So all these catastrophic scenarios are what all the what-ifs we could always imagine. We all have this capability and we all have our own catastrophic scenario we go into our own mind labyrinth so that's the one we have to really deal with Millie that's excellent because I think we need to understand I mean you've educated us uh bring this into awareness because we would like to know okay where am I in relation to fear is this real is this imagined you know am I creating this am I in this fear loop um, because I think we need to become consciously aware of what we're doing to ourselves. Exactly. And it's very easy to see if there's an imminent threat coming at you. If the Bengal tiger is not there, then it's not imminent, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, and Millie, uh, I, I love this segment because uh, we're talking a lot about the fear and then we're going to move into love, the energy of love. But let's look briefly before we go on break to talk about the world problems and how it relates to fear uh, emanating from greed, power, injustice, cruelty. Uh, why do you say that fear is the driving force of the current crisis? Uh, and, you know, all well, this energy 
emanating from fear. And I think people can't put their finger on it that, as you indicated early, that a lot of fear stems from lack, unworthiness, uh, not enough, not good enough. When you compare yourself with others, when you are jealous or envious, and then you're breeding more of that rather than blessing that person who's successful, looking at your own skills, looking at how you can improve yourself, looking at what you admire about that person instead of being jealous or cruel toward them. What are your thoughts about that uh, in terms of what emanates from fear? Well, the thing is, when you're in fear, you start, one, being jealous and, and looking at the differences and looking at the lacks. And we all have something that we feel is lacking, but also the powers that be control us through fear. So usually politicians, if you see if you see campaigns, they're usually haranguing us about the enemy out there, whether it be the economy or some specific nation out there, or there is always something threatening us, according to them. That's that's why we should choose them. So they manipulate us with fear and they make us hate somebody or feel separate from somebody else from a group of people or from another nation or from whatever which stems into hate and cruelty because if there's somebody's an enemy why should you treat them good you know so being in fear makes you want to protect yourself which is biological and true but when they manipulate that fear in order to that you hate somebody or that you choose somebody to protect you from that imminent threat that they present as imminent. That's when we get sort of thrown into the fear scenario. And we can do this in our lives too. When we think that somebody else is after us, that somebody else needs to to hurt us or that that person is being successful just in spite, you know, out of us, that it's personal. Then is when we get into the, the hate. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Well, Millie, uh, gosh, it's it's time for uh, a brief commercial break. This is so good. Uh, so to our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on choosing between fear and love to save the world with our wonderful guest, Dr. Millie Derrick. She's joining us today from Acapulco. She lives in Mexico City. She's a number one award winning bestselling author, author of the book, The Conscio Method. Heal, Expand, Evolve. We'll learn more about her technique. She's an energy therapist, hypnotherapist. On our show today, choosing between fear and love to save the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, our natural state of being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish Conscious Loving. Dot com 
or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, Dr. Millie Derricks. She's joining us today from Acapulco, even though she lives in Mexico City. 
Uh, she's the creator of the Concho Method, energetic therapist, hypnotherapist, number one, award-winning, best-selling author of the Concho Method, Heal, ex- ex- Expand, uh, and... Evolve. Uh, yeah, evolve, yes. <laughs> and she's on our show today, choosing between love and fear to save the world. So, Miller, we spent a lot of time in the first segment. Thanks to you for sharing your healing journey, how you healed yourself. And we talked a lot about the energy of fear to, you know, make listeners more aware of themselves and what they're doing to themselves and to be more consciously aware of outside factors that influence this whole aspect of fear. Now we're going to talk a little bit about love. You speak of love as our true essence. Could you speak to that more and talk about the energy of love? Well, I certainly can. To me, love is that energy, the creative energy like divine energy is love itself so we are created from that energy we are the same stuff everything is the same stuff it's just divine consciousness or divine energy coming together and becoming form and that's what we really are so we are love energy and fear is what's created i think just as a survival mechanism in order to be able to make it into the world But of course, all this imaginary fear has separated us, has constricted us. And when we're in fear, we feel separate, not only from each other, but from divine energy itself. So we become isolated in ourselves. And fear is constricting, whereas love is expansive. So whenever you feel constricted, you are acting from fear. And whenever you feel expansive, you are acting from love. Because Love naturally connects, connects everything and ultimately connects you to all there is. That's why I say that's our true essence, because that's that's what everything is made of. If if you do believe in a creative source, a creative energy and a divinity, then that divinity created everything from itself. And that divinity is love itself. So there cannot be anything else. But fear was created because people have asked me then why is there fear because the body can get hurt so it was created like a survival mechanism but when it goes out from there and it becomes imaginary fear it just makes us feel separate from divinity and from ourselves and from each other so that's why we need to choose where do we stand if we really stand in love in our true essence or if we're going to continue being in fear and I would like to share with you what, some questions that you can ask yourself to know if you are in this imaginary fear or what's going on with you. Can I do that? Sure. Okay. So what I do is use sort of these questions, this template of questions. When you have a fear, for example, fear of flying. Okay. Many people have fear of flying. So the first thing you ask is how probable is this really? And give it a percentage of probability being realistic. How many planes really crash in a year, for example? And then you'll find out that airplanes are the safest mode of transport statistically, that there are not a lot of plane crashes. Okay, so how probable is this really? And then you give it a percentage, for example, I don't know, 10%. And then you go to the second question. Has this happened to me in the past and I'm projecting this fear into the current situation? For example, if I I was kidnapped, then I will see 
kidnappers everywhere. If I was robbed, I will see robbers everywhere. If I drowned, I will see drowning everywhere. If somebody, if I have had been in a plane crash, of course, I will be terrified of flying. So you ask yourself if this is yours in the past and you're projecting it into the future. Third question, is this something that happened to someone I'm close to and I'm projecting their fear into my current situation? For example, I don't know, my parents were in a plane crash and they survived, but they are always telling me how it's so dangerous. So I can take their fear and make it my own and project it into the future. So you have to ask yourself, is this mine? Is this somebody else's? And then fourth question, very important one. When I have imagined this scenario before, because I tell you this, these are movies we play a lot, a lot of times in our minds. How many times has it actually happened? For example, in the plane crash example, how many plane crashes have I witnessed, been in, or heard about from the people I'm close to? And you will find out that they're not very common, actually. And then number five, and this is like, like the plan we did in the, in the mental fear. What information do I need to be at peace with the situation? For example, if that plane crash I've been hearing about was because of weather, okay, how can I inform myself about the weather conditions when I'm going to fly so I'll, I'll be at peace with flying? Okay, so what do I need? And then I can actually do this exercise with everybody in a meditation form to deal with fear. Should I go into that exercise? Sure, sure, please, by all means. Okay, so, well, I use the flying, the flying in a plane example, but everybody that's listening... Go to a situation that you fear and that you know is imaginary and close your eyes and really feel that fear in your body. Let yourself feel it. See where do you feel it? How does it feel? Is it like a numbing or an oppression? What is it like if it had a color or a texture? What would that be? Really observe this feeling with all clarity, letting yourself feel it and letting the movie of your catastrophic scenario run. And while it's running, ask yourself the first question. How probable is this to happen to me right now? And make it. Give it a percentage. And make the image in your mind of that movie running that size. If it's 10% probable, make it 10 times smaller. And continue watching it. Feeling your feeling, making the sensation 10 times smaller, the size of the probability you gave it. And then when it's its actual size, think, if it did happen, what would be the worst that could happen? Take it to the limit. Watch all the horrible possible outcomes 
and as they come up, get rid of the less probable ones, of the frankly imaginary ones. And stay with the most likely. When you have it, face it. Go to the place where this is happening and let yourself feel it. Is it really that bad? Could you handle it? Normally, we see that we could. And if we couldn't, that's okay also. Just observe what would happen to you. What would you do in that worst case? And see it through. Feel all the feelings associated with this fear. The loss, the grief, the anger, or whatever comes up. And once you're there feeling all those feelings, ask yourself, what is the real fear behind this scenario? What happened to me in the past that resembles this? And let any image come up of something that feels similar that did happen to you. Observe the memory. And tell that you in that memory that it was hard, for sure, but you actually survived. You were stronger than it. And as you watch this memory, put the emphasis on what you did to survive, on the achievement of surviving this, on what you learned and how it made you stronger. And feel the feelings associated with it, with surviving, with growing, with learning. And focus entirely on this. And give that situation thanks for having made you stronger, for showing you what you were made of. And while you do this and take the lessons and take the strength and take the growth, let the image of it recede into the background because you don't need it anymore. You have learned what you needed to. You have grown to the extent you needed with it. 
all the strength and wisdom are yours, are part of you. So integrate them with the feelings of achievement, of triumph over adversity, of strength. And fill yourself with all these positive feelings. You are strong. You're a survivor. You're a warrior. Or whatever you feel right now. Imagine yourself as a superhero of this story. Feel the superhero. Be the superhero. And now that you know how strong you truly are, bring that certainty into your heart. Trust yourself. You've got this. You can handle this. And with that certainty, come back into your body and check where the feeling of fear was. See how it has changed. Maybe disappeared. Maybe change into strength. Maybe it became much, much smaller. Whatever happened is perfect. Just observe it and accept it as it is right now. And observe the feeling of strength, of certainty, and compare the two. See that the strength is bigger. For you are here today. Focus all your attention on today, on your life today, and think of three things that you love about yourself in your life today. Feel this gratitude and love in your heart. Expand it. Make it as big as your body, sending this love to all your cells. Expand it beyond your body, creating a bubble of love around you, surrounding you, so that you are filled with love and floating in it. And enjoy this beautiful feeling. And when you are ready, open your eyes. What a beautiful exercise. Yeah, it's important to face our fears. What I like about this exercise, of course, first of all, we know that we have a lot of compounded fears based on life experiences, right? <laughs> and your questions are excellent, helping us feel visualize, put meaning to what you're feeling, to absolve the fear. And I love how you helped us capitalize on the strengths that make us resilient. Mm -hmm. And then in, in the end, you brought us back to love and being grateful for the strengths that we have and grateful for uh, being present in today, because I think fear takes us out of the present moment. 
It does. It projects us into the future, into this catastrophic event coming at us for sure. Yes, catapults us truly mm-hmm. into, <laughs> into mm-hmm. the past and compounded fears. This is a, an excellent exercise. Well, Millie, we're ready for a brief commercial break, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the exercise when we come back from break. Uh, so uh, for our listeners, stay tuned uh, for more uh, on our show today, Choosing Between Love and Fear to Save the World with our outstanding guest, Dr. Millie Derrick. She's an energy therapist, hypnotherapist, creator of the Concio Method. Uh, the author of The Concho Method, Heal, Expand, Evolve, joining us today from Acapulco, but she resides in Mexico City. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. 
Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations, is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And with us today is our very special guest, Dr. Millie Derrick. She's joining us today from Acapulco, where she lives in Mexico City. She's a number one award-winning best-selling author, energy therapist, hypnotherapist on our show today. Choose between fear and love to save the world. She's the creator of the Concio Method and the author of the book, the Contrail Method, Heal, Expand, Evolve. Millie, thank you so much for that beautiful exercise. Do a little recap about this exercise for our listeners. Well, I would like to tell you that with those questions, you can actually create your own exercises when you find yourself going into fear. The, the very important thing to know is that you actually have to face the fear. And Bill Bennett, this Australian director who just made a documentary about fear, which was really interesting, called Facing Fear, in which actually I featured together with many professionals like Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton and Sister Jenna and James Van Prague and whatever. He made a series of interviews of people coming to terms with fear. And what he learned from this is what he calls, he sums it up into the five F's of fear, which is something akin to what I did in the exercise. So that's an easy way to remember. And the five F's of fear, according to Bill Bennett, is find it, find it in your body, know that you're going into fear, feel it in your body, face it, do all these things where you take it to the worst scenario and whatever, really face the fear, friend it, which is what I call saying this, this helped you do something. This made you learn something. You were strengthened by it. That's friending it. And then you can free it by just becoming the strength and just becoming the resilience. So those are the five Fs. Find it, feel it, face it, friend it, and free it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's an easy way to remember what you need to do when faced like fear. And you everybody can make their own exercise and just close their eyes, ask, ask yourself the questions, know that you have to 
actually go in and feel the whole thing, face it, and then just know what good it brought you. Because they all usually come from something in the past, either ours or somebody else's, but it gave you something. So be thankful and go back into the energy of love, which is expansive. Beautiful. And congratulations, uh, Millie, for being uh, in this documentary. Uh, Do you have the title for it and know when it will be available for our listeners to access? Yeah, it was actually an incredible experience. The documentary is called Facing Fear. And the interviews, the, the documentary is not out yet. It's going to be online in about a month or a couple of months. And I'll let you know when that comes out. But the interviews are online. It's called the the interview page is called Facing Fear Interviews. And you can actually download and listen to the complete interviews of all the people talking in the in the documentary. And the, the of course they're very interesting to how if if you like somebody there, you can listen to the whole interview because in the movie, of course, they have to cut things. So, you know, only little pieces come out, but it's really interesting to see the page. And then the movie will come out in around a month or two. Right now, it's only in private screenings. And Bill just finished his tour of the States. And then I brought him down to Mexico and we did a little tour here of Monterrey and Mexico City and even a little screening in Acapulco, where I'm now. And that was a lot of fun to just have all my people look at the movie and see myself in the big screen. That that was oh. exciting. Well, you are deserving because of all the work that you've done. You've dedicated your life to helping others and you heal yourself. So you are truly deserving. And we look forward to, uh, I guess, going online and looking at the interviews and looking forward to the documentary, the movie, Facing Fear. Congratulations. Mm. Congratulations. When that comes out, I'll be sure to let you know. But in the meantime, everybody can watch Facing Fear interviews and just watch the interviews of the people you follow or just have different ideas because there there are many different people with so many different points of view and all of them incredibly interesting. I've, I've watched the movie during this little little tour of Mexico we did like four times and I still get information from it. So it's really interesting. All the people that want to see it, want to see it again and want to take notes, you know, it's, it's full of information that's really useful. I really recommend it, not only because I'm there, but but of course, but, (laughs) but because it's really good. Well, if uh, I know the movie is excellent and from you sharing your knowledge and the exercise to help us move beyond fear is, just amazing. And um, again, congratulations uh, for your uh, role in this movie. You know, Amelia, we are creatures of habit. We get into automatically responding to chaos and imaginary fear. And what you're showing us is to take time to reflect what's happening. Why am I feeling this way? You know, where is this coming from? Because I think people just kind of dive in, (laughs) you know, without even thinking about, uh, you know, what am I, why am I in fear? Exactly. It's like our automatic pilot response. Because I go back to evolution. It's good for survival. So if we're used to being in fear, our body thinks it's being threatened constantly. So it's our Mm, go-to. But when we take the time to really think about it and do these exercises and of course practice makes perfect so when you do this for a while 
then it will not be your go-to anymore. You will have more options to go into like love. And knowing yourself is the best way to be able to exit any scenario or any negative feeling. And that's exactly what the book, The Consume Method, takes people to because it's it's the whole taking people by their hand, exercise by exercise, thing by thing, so they can really come to know themselves and really know where they stand. Because usually we, we are living the, our life in automatic pilot. We're, we're not awake to what we're doing. We just do it. Responding. Yeah, responding to anything. Mm -hmm. So what this book does and what the method does is precisely get you to see, get you to take those breaks and really see what's triggering you, see what's what you're going through mentally, emotionally, how to deal with all those things. And the way I wrote it, I wrote it during the pandemic because I couldn't actually see people during that time. So I wrote it so that people could do it at home. So now it's a whole method that you can do at home, hand, taking you by the hand through the whole process of my own healing and all my consultants healing so I try to do it as easy as possible and as a matter of fact as possible so you know hopefully it will help a lot of people good well how can our listeners connect with you uh Millie and I think you have a free giveaway before we move to yeah well the web page for the for the book and everything is www.consio that's k-o-n-s-c-i-o dot m-x that's the webpage. And the Consume Method, the book, is available in Amazon. And it's and you can connect to me via email. It's in the it's in the webpage, my email. And to people who have listened to this program, I will gladly give either a free session or a free copy of the book to the first five people that write to me an email from my webpage and mention that the program of Love Light. Mm, thank you, Millie, so much for being here today. You have really helped us move beyond the devastating effects of fear and to heal and choose love. So we invite listeners to connect with Millie, to go deeper uh, and listen back to this show on demand and share it with others. Strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice exercises posted on the blog pages of my website, www.jeanfarishjourney.com and jeanmarieferishconsciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Uh, you can choose love over fear. And as we live in love, we create the ripple effect for change for ourselves that radiates out into the world. Choose consciously. We're going to close out with the rendition by Burt Bacharach, What the World Needs Now. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in.
Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.